Hello, friends. Jim Nance of CBS Sports, and you're listening to The Shag Bag Show with my great friend, David Marzetti. Back show live on the radio again for another Saturday morning, live from Del Monte. It's show number 993. 993 in a row. Show number 1000 coming up June 5th. Looking forward to that. That's always show 1000. Eh, everybody tells me show 1000 is a big deal. Oh, Peppa, tell me that. Chris Shake, Kevin, everybody. But uh, to me, the 20th anniversary is it. Next year, 20th anniversary is the big one. Show 1000, it's, so, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. Pretty, pretty, pretty. Pretty, pretty good. Anyway, we're at 993 right now for April 17th on the Shag Bag Show on Power Talk 1460 AM and 101 FM for your Saturday morning. And welcome to it. Welcome to the weekend. Dave Marzetti, slave over hot control board so you don't have to each and every Saturday morning on the Shag Bag. All brought to you by the Pebble Beach Company. Check out lodging, dining, golf specials online at pebblebeach.com. Del Monte Golf Course, home of the Dukes Club, and home of the Shag Bag Show for 19 years. The Sandbar and Grill, our good friend Craig Lynn, we saw him the other night, went down there. Terry and I went down there for a little, uh, a nice little uh, meal. What did we have? Uh, Terry had, she usually gets the prawns. What did she have? Oh, she had, uh, she had the ribs. Yeah. And salad and stuff, and uh, chowder and stuff, and uh, and I had the uh, the seafood penne pasta with the garlic cream sauce and the scallops and the uh, prawns. Not too shabbly. That was pretty good. Washed it down with a little Pinot Grigio. Nice. Craig Ling was there, and uh, his wife Lynn hung out together, had a little a little dinner together. It was nice. It was nice to be inside. With the plates, you know the plates. There are these things now where you know the to-go plates that we're used to having, the paper and stuff. Now they have them where they're made of like ceramic or china or something. And then the utensils that we have, you know, like the plastic ones or the made of corn or whatever. These are metal, metal utensils. And then you know the paper napkin thing, you know, it's cloth. It's actually cloth. So it's a, it's a whole new experience. It's a whole new world. Dining indoors. Sandbar and Grill, 373-2818, where the locals meet to eat. The Golf Mart Superstore, we'll talk to those guys a little bit later on our Hour of Power, find out what's happening in the world of golf retail. Uh, the Monterey County Herald, every Friday, they post the guests of the Saturday Shag Bag Show. They did it again. I can see it right there. That's it. That's it right there. I can see it, that green ad with all the names on it. Uh, today's, today's show, thanks, Monterey County Herald. Carousel Candies, the Elves team, produced tons of homemade confections in their fabulous and historic little pink shop on the wharf. Left-hand side as you're walking down. Can't miss it. Taffy Puller in the window of the ship worldwide, carouselcandies.com. Clark A. Miller, he's at Gunther Miller Law Group now in Salinas. Clark's helped over 20,000 people with sound financial advice. He can help you out, too. Your initial consultation, always free. With Clark, 783-3440. See McGunthermillerLawGroup.com. Looking for a special dining experience? Try one of Kevin Phillips' special restaurants, the Beach House Lovers Point, Sunset Supper Menu, an amazing view, Abilinetti on Fisherman's Wharf with outdoor patio, and Calamari Specials Galore, and Whaling Station on Cannery Row, featuring USDA Prime Steaks, Hantas Caesars Bar Menu, specials under $20, and live entertainment nightly, including tonight. With the Monterey International Trio featuring uh, Mike Murata on the accordion and Dave Daly on the uh, violin and yours truly doing some singing. <laughs> me, me, me. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Get the boys in shape today. We'll go down there and have a good time tonight. It's sold out. But you can call just in case. 
this cancellation, you never know. Golfguide.net for the player in you. Elam Communications did our website. They can do yours, too. Check ours at shagbagshow.com. Jacob Seam Realty, buying, selling, the joy and gin. Walk you through it patiently, carefully, lovingly. They are the Monterey Peninsula's award-winning mother-daughter real estate team. Seam at jacobsteamhomes.com. Foolish Times, free, funny, fabulous. Pick one up. It'll make you smile. Foolish Times. Express Employment Professionals staffing company that Paul Wyant has. Paul and Mary Wyant. They can help you find a gig. They can help you fill a gig if you're looking to do that. You've got a company and you need some employees, which I hear a lot of people do right now. So, Express Employment. Steam at ExpressPros.com. By the way, Paul's got his own radio show right here on this station. Happens every Saturday afternoon at uh, 1.30. It's called What's the Plan? Check it out. Monterey Fish Company, Argumbade, South Tringali. The end of wharf number two. Locally caught seafood, fresh service, friendly service, fresh seafood, great prices. Free parking down there, too, and specials for locals. You know, you skip the little wink and the nod, and you say, you know, give me the gumbari rate. Capisce? 375-3511. They don't have something you're looking for? Maybe uh, something not from this area, like uh, uh, whale blubber? I don't know. Oh, like uh, Maine Lobster. They can get overnight it for you. 375-3511. And Monterey Regional Airport. Alaska Airlines offering daily nonstop service. Seattle, Tacoma. Flights as low as 69 bucks. Convenient hassle, free experience. To points all over the world. Monterey Regional. Shagbank Show and Power Talk 1460 AM and 101 FM for Saturday the 17th. Good morning to our two biggest fans. My lovely Terry and Puff the Wonder Dog. High up on the hill in Via Gayuba. And good morning, shagbaggers everywhere. Oh, and a special happy birthday coming up to uh, someone that used to be on the show every Saturday as co-host for, I don't know, like 15 years, I think. Sammy Salerno, happy 94th birthday coming up in a couple of days. Happy birthday, Sammy. We love you. And uh, big show on tap for us today. Guys from the Golf Mart. Guys from the shop next door. Neil Hotelling, the Pebble Beach Historian. With all kinds of factoids about Pebble Beach and uh, its courses. And uh, including this one here, Del Monte. A lot of history here, 1897. Neil Larkin from Monterey Pines will join us with an update. Rick Barnett from uh, Concorso at Pasadera. That's going to be a lot of fun. Looking very much forward to that. Great event. And our co-host today, you know him, you love him, you can't live without him. Men love, men love him and women love him and... Children of all ages, <laughs> teens, teeny boppers. <laughs> he's the mayor of Ocean Avenue. He's the capo di tutti capi. He's Rich Pepe. I, I, I like that. The children of all ages. That was like a bozo the clown, <laughs> exactly. I think, to say that. Exactly. Thank you very much. Right? That was a wild one today, but, wasn't uh, it? No, great to Those be here again. Those intros are getting wild. Great Saturday morning. What a lineup you got today. All I'm star. excited about this one. Award winning. Getting better and better and better. Every time. People are clamoring to get on this show. Well, after 19 years. You know, I can't wait till we get uh, you know back inside and we can have live audiences here. I like bozo the clown. Right. The, the, the peanut gallery. Right. We'll the give them cookies. We'll gallery. give them pieces of brownies and wind them up. We'll throw them at them. See if they can catch them in their mouths. Oh, man. I'm excited about today, though, Dave. This is great. <clears throat> Thanks for having me back. What happened yesterday? I'm you were at a you... baseball game. Oh, yeah. My son Christian uh, Stevenson and Carmel had their first game against each other. Live baseball. High school baseball. Yeah. There's nothing like baseball. Yeah. You know, America's pastime. You know, forget well, about It's pretty cool that he's coaching, you know. You know? Yeah, my son Christian coaches the Steve, oh, helps coach the Stevenson team along yeah. with some other gentlemen. And, uh, great to be back on the field. Yeah, that's cool. You know, that's cool. <laughs> you know, I coached Christian in Little League years ago and then we watched him play high school baseball and college baseball. And now we go, and now we go watch him coach. <laughs> exactly. Isn't People are like, what are you doing here? And I was like, well, my son's coaching. You, you're a fan of the coaches. Yeah, I go watch the exactly. coaches. Exactly. I watch you the coach. Know, it's just great. It's yeah, just great. We see all the old teachers. Fantastic. There. And, of yeah. course, uh, all your places full, Little Napoli, Vesuvio, Carmel Bakery, they're full. Yeah, we're all back open. And we had all our paisanos uh, this morning at Carmel Bakery. They all yeah. converged there Saturday morning. They always you do, know, right? The Shakes and Narigi and people like that, you know, Bruno's and uh, yeah. all, the, all the Italians. So yeah. They have a sign that says Italian, Italian parking only right. put up. Right. You know, they bring their nice cars. And we have a little mini concorso every Saturday morning. Now, see if that yeah. was my thing, my deal with with the guys having coffees. I'd I'd have to have it downstairs. 
I'd have to have a little, little down little, in the bakery. A little spot, little table. Oh, yeah, with some yeah. card, a card table and some chairs. Oh yeah, play little cards, little you know, grease, you know, you know. Yeah, you little Lanzette, of course. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. And I see you now. You thinking? Take it up another level, exactly. like you always do, Dave. Like I always do. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay, let's get to our guest. Our yeah. first guest on the show today, Rick Barnett from Concorso at Pasadera. Rick, good morning. Good morning. Welcome hey, to the show. Glad Thanks for be being here. here. Who you got there with you? You got a little guest. I got my with wife you? with me. Yeah, All Lori right. showed up, and uh, she's my support. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I know. I know what you're talking about. So uh, let's let's do a little. Uh, let's do a little. First of all, before we uh, talk about. Uh, all that jazz. Let's talk a little bit about you. Give us a little background. Uh, well, I fell in love with uh, with cars at an early age. Yeah. And uh, my first date with Lori was uh, at in, the Pebble in a car? Beach Concours in 1979. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, we got married shortly what, what, thereafter. What, what car were you guys driving at that time? I was driving a Cadillac convertible at that time. Yeah. I was driving an Eldorado, 74 Eldorado convertible. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. That was a big boat. That thing, uh, I don't know what that was. Couch on wheels. Had, had to be 5,000 pounds. Yeah. 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 Not good around the turns. <laughs> <laughs> Great boulevard cruiser, though. A, a quick, quick side note, if you don't mind. When I met Sandra, I met Sandra at MPC. Yeah. And I, I had a 76 sedan DeVille, black on black at the time, with the bench seat. Yeah. You know, and I, I invited her to play tennis, and I picked her up in that thing, and she was like, what? what did, like, Don Corleone just show up? Who just yeah. showed up to pick me up? It was great. That, yeah. that's, what color was yours? Yeah, it was a, kind of a rust color. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that color. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, good, so good side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it was uh, it was fun. It was, uh, you know, Pebble Beach uh, and Car Week, Monterey, there's nothing like it. I mean, you know, you travel all over the world, you look at cars, um but there is nothing like the gathering of enthusiasts and collectors and uh, and people out really just for a good time. You know, more and more these days, uh, Car Week Monterey attracts not just the car collectors and people who enjoy cars, but people who are out for the experience. Uh, Monterey turns into uh, an exciting, exciting town, an international town, as it, of course it is all the time. But... But there's something different about Car Week. It's unique amongst uh, all car exhibitions around the world. I definitely would concur with that. It's the you know, as you know, I'm in the hospitality business, yeah. and you know, whether. But it's, you're also a car guy. Yeah, I'm a car guy too. Uh, uh, as opposed to the golf, or maybe we have some tennis events or motorcycle events. The car guys, you know, and the people who come, like you say, the enthusiasts and. Just everybody wants to see and be seen. It is extraordinary. Yeah. They're the best guests that we have on the peninsula. Yeah. You know, it, it, it comes at the best time of year for us. And yeah, thanks for being a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Well, Pasadera kicks off Car Week each year. So, uh, this year, August 5th, we have our press party. Uh, so the press will be coming in along with exhibitors and, and sponsors. They'll be in, uh, Thursday evening. Uh, at the, sh- at the, uh, at the club. And, uh, we have, uh, some exciting guests. Uh, Ken Miles, of course, is famous from, uh, in a lot of ways, but, uh, he was, uh, the star driver in the movie Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, and, uh, uh, and his son, Peter, will be at our, uh, event Thursday night as a, uh, a guest. And, um, and we will be seeing some films, some shorts of the movie Le Mans, Steve McQueen's Le Mans, as well as Ford versus Ferrari. We'll be celebrating the 50th anniversary of Porsche's back-to-back wins at Le Mans and Daytona in 7071. So, uh, really the, the Thursday night theme is the decade of champions, which is Ferrari from 1960 until 1965 and then Ford GT uh dethroned Ferrari for 3 years uh 66 67 68 uh actually 69 uh and then uh and then Porsche came in with a 917 and it was uh, a car that nobody could beat it was just <laughs> unbelievable you know the horsepower and the weight was just uh, tremendous, and so Ferrari and, and Porsche battled it out for two years. Uh, came very close, but um, 
Porsche won that battle, and uh, so we're celebrating the 50th anniversary of their back-to-back -back wins at Le Mans and Daytona. And that was uh, the decade of decades, right? That was a decade of champions, right? I mean, that yeah. was a, they call that the greatest decade in the car race. That's right. right. Yeah, I think there's a there's amongst car uh, sports car enthusiasts. I think most people believe that that 10, 11 year period of time was the greatest period of time in automobile racing, and. Uh, of course, I can argue with that, but Phil Hill, uh, a lot of people don't know, uh, of course some do, but Phil was a uh, Monterey Peninsula resident, Peninsula, uh, Pebble Beach resident, actually raced out at the Pebble Beach Forest Race, uh, and uh, uh, Phil won the uh, Le Mans race for Ferrari in 61 and 62, back to back, and um, very impressive showing. This year... Uh, we are going to uh, feature something very unique. We're going to have Hot Wheels. Uh, the kids are going to be bringing Hot Wheels, and I say the kids. We've got Bruce Pascal coming out from uh, uh, from Washington, D.C., and he's bringing his Beach Bomber, which is a $175,000 <laughs> Hot Wheels car, about two inches long, about an inch and a half high. Uh, $175,000. He's got a collection worth millions of dollars. He's been on uh, the Today Show, uh, uh, Wall Street Journal. Um, anyhow, Bruce is coming out as the head judge. And uh, Neil Giordano coming out from uh, North Carolina, uh, who writes the annual Hot Wheels Value Guide. He's going to be flying out. And the kids are going to be presenting their Hot Wheels cars. Kids and adults will be presenting their Hot Wheels cars. That'll be a lot of fun. And benefits, proceeds go to CASA uh, this year from the Hot Wheels event. So uh, the court-appointed special advocate program that is based here in Monterey County, uh, they will receive the benefits from yeah, that event. Yeah, that's a great organization. Yeah. And how many cars will you have this year? I mean, now we're talking well, about we, some... Yeah, we limit the show to 100 vehicles. So we'll have about 90 cars and 10 motorcycles. And we'll be bringing in motorcycles that will represent... Uh, technological and design influences over the last 100 years. So for those who enjoy motorcycles, they will get to see design influences over a century. Mm -hmm. That will be very interesting, very entertaining. And then we are here in the, what, where are we, the middle of April, May, June, July, well, four months out. Yeah, four ish. months out. Yeah, uh, four months out. Yeah, are, are, are you all booked up with your cars? Or no, people, no, we we, we don't. We don't make submit? the final selection until June fifteenth. The jury makes the final selection on June fifteenth. We notify the applicants that they've been chosen, and uh, you know it's an exciting year. Tiffany has designed the awards for us. Uh, every exhibitor uh, receives uh, a beautiful Tiffany award, exhibitor award, which is gorgeous. And, of course, the class winners, there's six classes, the class winners receive a special Tiffany trophy. And you've kicked it up a notch, way over and above. We missed last year, yeah, yeah. your event, yeah, because, yeah. Of, because of COVID yeah. and the pandemic. And this yeah. is your third event. This is the third annual. And, and uh, you're really making a mark. Oh, on man, it's so. going to be fun. We have you know Look carving stations with uh, chefs there, carving stations and food, champagne being poured. Uh, tickets are available online at PasaderaConcord.com. Uh, and, you know, there are only a very select uh, number of tickets that are sold. And uh, so if there's an interest, you want to definitely get online and get registered for a ticket. I heard about that. The, the food was extraordinary yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah. And everybody was really bummed that we everybody had to cancel last year, of yeah. course. Yeah. And, uh, and refresh my memory what day of the week it is. So Thursday, August 5th is the press party. And then Friday we kick off concourse. So August 6th. From 2 o'clock in the afternoon, the show starts at 2 and ends at 6 o'clock. There's a Club 100 dinner uh, after that, but um, uh, for exhibitors and sponsors and vendors uh, and judges. But uh, the show is from 2 to 6 uh, on Friday, August 6th. We kick off Concord Week at uh, Pasadera and then uh, and then off to the track on Saturday and Sunday and then it gets busy on Monday. That's right because we had to find a day 
that didn't conflict with so many other events. That's right. So that's right. You're the Friday before. The first. That's right. the first yeah. show. Right. So you yeah. kick off the week, you know, it was the following that's right. week. Yeah. And yeah. it was really brilliant to find that day. Yeah. It you know, people people want to put on events, and you can't uh -huh. find a day that you don't conflict with all these other wonderful yeah. events on the peninsula. Well, you know, Rich, just to Good give you an idea, in, 19, in, in 2019, there were 21 Car Week events that happened during Car Week. Yeah. 21. Well, you can't see them all, right? Yeah, exactly. So one of the things, I, I, I'll just say this. We had an exhibitor who was exhibiting at Pebble Beach that week uh, in 2019. He was at our show, and he came up to me, and he said, Rick, I need to talk to you. He introduced himself, and he said, I just want to tell you, you know, I've been exhibiting cars at Pebble for the last seven years. He said, I've been coming to Monterey Car Week for uh, almost 30 years. And he said, uh, this will be my most enjoyable car week experience and i asked him why i said you know what is it about the the show and he said you know it's relaxing it's enjoyable car week has gotten a little complicated this is just <laughs> which it has yeah uh, he says this is just relaxing it's enjoyable and you know we we call it casual elegance that's what it is you get to really enjoy each other it's great great time to bring uh, family guests uh, kids are invited, young children are invited uh, as well. That's one of the things we commented on a couple of years ago, Pep, when you and I went to that event, uh, was that once we were inside, had our little, you know, the entry, we got a glass of champagne, we got a little bite, we saw a bunch of people we knew, and we and we turned around and said, it, it only, you know, we just parked, and then five minutes later, we're already enjoying yeah, the show. Yeah, it's so nice and relaxing. It's so easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you know, let's face it, Quail used to be that way. When when uh, when Lori and I went to uh, the Pebble Beach Concours in 1979, we parked the car about three blocks, four blocks away from the entry of the lodge. We walked down, we paid our 35 bucks, and we went in and uh, to the car show. You know, that's what it was. I mean, you know, back then. In 1979, it was that easy. Well, it's not that easy. Yeah, it's become anymore. very complicated for yeah. the visitor, yeah, or for the spectator, yeah. and the, or the enthusiast. Yeah. You have so yeah. many things on the agenda. You're running from event to yeah. event to That's event. Right. Yeah. We enjoy going to the Meekum right here. Sure, the, right here at Del Monte. Yeah. Right here, it's, uh, it's great. It's 50 yards away. It's just great. Uh, fun. Yeah. Uh, where do you see it as? Uh, you know, when you think about the Kentucky Derby, everybody dresses a certain way. Yeah. And you said your event is, yeah. you know, you're looking toward this casual elegance, yeah. you know. The first year, I think people would, you know, wearing shorts and really, really yeah. cash. Yeah. You know, do you see it as being, you're kicking it up to a point where you might expect people to dress a little bit? Kentucky yeah, you know, Derby-ish, car-ish, what do you yeah, think? What you do you think? Know, I just, uh, we had, we had people, we had some guys in, in, uh, some snazzy suits and we had people in a casual attire. I think if you were to, if you were to focus on a look or a feel, it, you could imagine, uh, kind of a Ralph Lauren polo kind of look. That's the way I think a lot of people showed up in 2019 and probably the way they'll show up this year as well. Yeah, I like that. I like that theme. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. yeah. And it sets the, it fits the setting of the, yeah. the yeah. beautiful clubhouse yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. the cars are wrapped yeah. around. Yeah. So one more time, uh, the information for the listeners that can get, uh, get information or tickets. Sure. Sure. PasaderaConcord.com, Dave. Okay. That's where they want to go. All right. And, uh, you know, the website is easy to navigate. Sure. Uh, you go to hit tickets, go right, scroll down, get yourself registered. Uh, believe me, uh, everyone showing up this year is going to have a great time. Exhibitors are going to are going to love it. Uh, ticket holders are going to are, are going to really enjoy the experience. Beautiful, yeah. Rick Barnett's our good friend and uh, guest today from Concorso at Pasadero. We can't wait for the show, the first the, the kickoff show to Car Week. Mm -hmm. That's it. Everyone's so excited. Yeah. Everybody's so excited. Thank you. So, thank you so much. Congratulations and great to see you again. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, we appreciate you very much. All righty. All right, Shagbag Show on Power Talk 1460 AM and 101FM for Saturday morning, live from Del Monte. Dave Marzetti, Chef Rich Pepe is with us as our co-host this morning. We got uh, the Neils coming up next. Neil Larkin oh, from Monterey Pines and Neil Hotelling from uh, the Pebble Beach Historian, of course, who has not been with us for a long time because he lives now in Florida. But if we could get, um, could do me a favor and sneak around the just uh, tap on the window. You can just tap on the window. And uh, Neil Larkin will come on in and uh, say hi to us. Hey, don't forget uh, tonight, there's a big show happening at the Whaling Station. It's sold out. It's sold out event in advance. But you know what? Uh, if you if there could be a cancellation, you could call there. I don't know. Or maybe you know Kevin. Or But, you know, 
we're at 50% in the seating, so it filled up really quickly. So, But it's going to be a, a, a real blast, and they do live entertainment every night there at the Whaling Station. So take advantage of that because it's, uh, it's a great time. It's a wonderful time, and uh, it really sets, helps set the mood. I mean, it's already a great mood. It's already a great deal with uh, all the wonderful steaks and the dinners that they present uh in that atmosphere but adding to it the live music is a great component so great great night on the way for us and i can't wait for that uh we got neil larkin now from monterey pines neil good morning welcome back thank you very much david and mayor yeah how are you doing? yeah yeah <laughs> hey, i like that i like that thank you very much <laughs> So I'm going uh, to pass that around. <laughs> so what's going on? Uh, well, we did that necessary evil on Monday. The, you did the punching of the greens? The 12-letter word that you, you don't Verification. Verification. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's doing good. Um, we're healing. Uh, we've been doing super twilight all day, all through this week. And, it'll, and tomorrow, Sunday, will we'll be the last day to do super twilight. And we've been getting people out there. It's, and, and it's healing great. Uh, Blake and his crew did a great job, and uh, of course, it looks fabulous right now. It's uh, we played it uh, what a month ago or so uh, about that. Yeah, and uh, haven't been invited back since. But uh, <laughs> I don't know what we did. But <laughs> something about the two cards colliding together. <laughs> oh, well, we didn't have uh, Vanderwoody with us. No, that could have been. <laughs> oh, no. He throws people out of cards. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but uh, but uh, it was uh, very impressive. Uh, they they've really made some great modifications out there and just some little touches like the the behind 18 green in the putting green between those two there's a mound there that separates the two and they got the, the the stand with the american flag up there which is new which is awesome looking it is uh they got the clock i don't know if you get this the clock uh, in yet it's awesome the yeah. starter's clock is in which is like one of those big yes. like rolex type clocks that you see at golf courses uh, -huh. uh and then of course uh, tell us about the lengthening of the course Yes, so we got it close to over 5,800. Uh, we were originally now, I mean, was uh, 5,500. And we're still working on getting 18 to become a par 5, so we'd become a par 70. That's been put back on the, uh, pushed back a little bit, so we're looking probably around September, October to be completed. But once it is, uh, we'll be rated as a par 70. Par 70. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. First time ever. First time ever. Yeah, that's unbelievable. <laughs> so they push back. Let's see. If you go on, uh, go play one, you go across the road and take uh, that left onto the path at number two. <laughs> to the right there is the back tee, right? Yes. Yes. We added about uh, 45 yards. That's unbelievable. Yeah. And then uh, behind 18, right? Behind 18 is uh, about, if we had the next few yards we're supposed to, about 458. And then, because you have that prevailing wind, and then we're putting those two bunkers out there in the fairway by the right side of the lake and the uh, left side of the fairway. That's going to help us get that par five. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's a beautiful place. It's a local treasure. Uh, I don't know how many locals play. My son Christian played not too long ago, two, three weeks ago. Had a great time. Loves that course. Thanks, Mayor. Yeah, it's it's uh it's in great shape. I mean, doing the the, the maintenance, they, like Blake says, don't say airification, maintenance. <laughs> They're doing maintenance. Yeah. So uh, yes, it's it's going to be back probably another week. We'll be uh, looking good again. We know that you're open uh, to the public yet, of course, and you have uh, the public rates, uh, general public rates, and you have military rates. Uh, just give us an example of some of those rates. Well, uh, right now for the uh, public is forty five dollars. And then DOD and veterans, 35 and then military is 25 That's just the green fee. And then $20 to ride in the cart. Then we have Super Twilight, or, or excuse me, Early Twilight and Super Twilight. And uh, those drop down $10 uh, for the public mm -hmm. and then $5 for the military and veterans. That's it's great. Al always fair. Always oh, very wow. fair. And Are you kidding uh, me? then, of course, you've got, uh, you've got the, um, the monthlies, right? Yes. Monthly passes, uh, the 30 days, military is 140, DOD or veterans 150, and the public is 170. And then we have the 10 play, uh, civilians 270, DOD 190, and veterans 190. Uh, military, uh, retire active 150, and then we also have a, uh, 
uh, our association rate who are, who are members of the NCGA at the club for 230. I, I apologize, veterans 230 also for the uh, template. But it's a great deal to be able to pay a monthly. Like I was saying, Christian, yes. maybe, maybe, he should, maybe he should do that. Yeah. A monthly. moving right around the corner right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. If you're in town right. and, you run, and you have some time off, monthly is the, the way to go because you're saving tens to $12 a round or $15 a round every time you come out. And what a great place to play, though. Even if you don't finish a whole round, if you play in the yeah, afternoon, yeah, exactly. what is it, $25, $35? Yeah. It's two glasses of wine. <laughs> you know, just go and get a workout and walk, you know, walk some holes. Yeah, yeah. Is it busy every day? I'm telling you. So we uh, air five Monday. We had like 140 on Tuesday, 150 on Wednesday. <laughs> really? 160 Thursday, and yesterday about over 175. Wow. And we about about 175 on the Wow. Today, yeah. Unbelievable. Golf has had a hell of a boom. Right? During the it's, pandemic. It's the, thing, it's the thing right now. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Good for golf. Golf needed it, didn't it? Yes. I mean, you know me, I'm not, the, I'm not big in the golf world, you know. But uh, as far as I understand, golf needed that little oh, push. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people have been cooped up, and they're, they want to go out and enjoy the golf courses now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So... Um, I'd like to announce one thing. Dave. What? Yes. We're going to have National Golf Day, May 12th. Ah. May 12th, we're going to have National Golf Day, uh, free golf. Yeah, all day. All day, free golf, and uh, you just pay for your ride if you're going to take a cart. We're going to have a food special, like a $10 meal for with a soft drink. So, like Wow. A, you know, ribs or half chicken with potato salad, garlic bread, and uh, coleslaw and a fountain drink. And then we're also doing 10% off on regular marked clothing items of our men and women, uh, our golf bags, towels, and headwear. And we're doing $10 off on our golf passes, you know. And that will uh, end May 31st. So if you didn't get in on May 12th for the free golf day, we're going to extend the $10 off on the passes till May 31st. Unbelievable. And yeah. how does one get in on the free golf day? You just call the shop and, and make a tea time. Make a tea time now. Can you make a, a tea time for a foursome? Or yeah, a foursome. You mm -hmm. can. How about that? Let's go just for the chicken. You better tell... <laughs> <laughs> You better tell Christian about that. Yeah, yeah. Right? I've been stocking when, the golf shop with some good products. When can, when can you start making tea times? You can start today. Wow, you can start today. And what day of the week is that? May 12th, Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. Fantastic. Yeah. So call uh, call yeah. for National Golf Day, May 12th. 12th. Call 656-1087. Correct. I still got the number. What a generous <laughs> event. Still got the number. What a generous uh, <laughs> event. And thank you. On behalf of all the golfers out there. Yeah, call and make your tea time for Monterey Pines, free golf, uh, 6, 5, 6, 10, 87. Well, that's going to be start a big calling success. Today. Yeah, it's, yeah it's always a big one. Well, uh, thank you. Thank thanks you. for the updates. And thanks for all you guys do over there. And uh, I'll be giving you a call oh, definitely. at some point. Mayor, but nice seeing you again. Great to see you. <laughs> Tell Mary and the kids we said hi. I will. What's going on with the kids? Uh, <laughs> being, Is it too uh, much? 20-year-olds. <laughs> one, one's working, one's finding yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. We'll, get, we'll, we'll give them my, my love, will you? I will. All right, Neil. Take we care. appreciate you. Thanks so much. Neil Larkin from Monterey Pines. Free golf day, May 12th, 656-1080. For tea times, you can make tea times uh, for some tea times. All right, it's the Shag Bag Show on Power Talk 1460 AM and 101 FM for Saturday morning, live from Del Monte, Dave Marzetti. And of course, Chef Rich Pepe, our co host today. And it is show number 993 for our 19th year broadcasting live from Del Monte. And our special guest here, it's an honor to have back our good friend Neil Hotelling, who started it all. <laughs> I, I say that only because. Uh, uh, we go back a long way mm -hmm. when I was doing when I was doing you know K Ocean when I was running K Ocean oh, for wow. all those years. One of our stations yeah. is part of the iHeart Media Group here, K Ocean, K Don, K Tom, K I O N. And uh, when I was on K Ocean, uh, Neil actually called in for a trivia thing or something like that, and we got to talking, and that's how all this happened. Oh no way! Yeah, yeah. And then he started promoting my first book. That's right. That was back when he was that's right. Dave Mars. That's man. right. Oh, Mars. No. Well, that's that's right. Right. A long time ago. <laughs> oh, my word. He, see, yeah. he didn't really want to acknowledge the Italian side. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. He, was he, was he was hiding And in how there. many years ago was that? Let's see. I ran K-Ocean from 90 to uh, 2001, something like that. 90. Okay. Yeah. So, and then uh, got on, started this in 2002. 
And, uh, you know, because I was working another thing. It's radio wasn't working full-time in radio anymore. I was working at country clubs and Carmel Valley Ranch and Slane's Country Club and stuff like that. Sure. So, yeah. So, But I was doing this on Saturdays. So this was kind of, this became my thing. Yeah, yeah but the, but but the beginning of it all was with Neil Hotelling. Yeah, I know Neil is Neil is Neil is back with us from Florida. Yes, it's a the land of there. the free, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> and, and just real quickly, uh, Neil and I met when we opened Pepoli at, at Spanish Bay, and Neil was still working at uh, at Pell uh, Beach at the time. And yep. He, he was writing me the checks. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. Yeah, thank you. exactly. <laughs> so uh, what's what's happening in Florida? What are you doing down there? Uh, all kinds of things, but uh, probably the most important thing locally is I still actually stay in touch as a column writer for the Yes, we read you. Yes. The history of this place. That's great. That's great history. That's great history. But I'm also, uh, I serve on the board of supervisors for the district where we live, and we've got two golf courses down there, and uh, so we're in charge of the golf, the water, the sewer, the roads, everything. And you're in uh, what, Sebring? Sebring. uh, It's called Sun and Lake of Sebring. And Great, great golf. I was kind of hoping you told me you were going to tell me you lived at the villages. Oh, I always, no. I always hear about the villages. Yeah, no, that's, that's further north. <laughs> Tiger and those guys. <laughs> no, the villages, the retirement. Yeah, community. Yeah, it's it's a little bigger. Our our uh, our development started off really strong in '74, and then the developer died. So, thankfully, we as a special improvement district, we have our own local government, and we're able to survive. And and uh, the golf courses continue to to do well, and we've had. Probably 80 housing starts last year and several already booming up this year. Florida seems to be the place everybody wants to go. Yeah, now. yeah. Uh, so we see that you have your uh, the hay hat there uh, with a new logo on it. We know that uh, it just opened up the, this past week, uh, the Par 3 redone by Tiger Woods. And Give us a little bit about that. It's, it's a great redesign. I, I actually was quite impressed with it. And... That every hole has significance. So the the first hole is the hay, and it's 57 yards because 1957 is the year that Peter Hay opened that, ah. one, of course. Uh, and the second hole is called seven, and it's a exact replica of the seventh hole. The only thing missing is the ocean, uh, but it's the exact same size, same drop down, mm-hmm. uh, and it's actually slatted in the same direction as the uh, the hole on the. Pebble Beach Golf Links. Give us, uh, give us a little bit about uh, little tidbits, maybe, or some some history about the hay. Peter, why did they open it in the first place? What? How did that even happen? Uh, Peter actually was the pro here at Del Monte for years and loved being here and was. Most people don't know this, but he was a city councilman in Monterey as well. He lived here in Oak Grove, uh, but when the World War II kicked in sam morse decided to close this golf course because peter hay was on the city council the city took it over uh and but peter hay moved to pebble beach at that point uh and he had he had always promoted youth golf but the peter hay tournament in his day was played here while he was here and then at pebble beach when he was at pebble beach and continued at pebble beach for about 10 years after he about 10 years after he died um, but he he wanted a, a course that people could go out and have a good time for an hour instead of if you didn't have the time to play the the big course you could play Peter Hay have all the exercise without the time expenditure uh, and be able to work on your short game so it it worked out well um, it opened in '57 in October and Morse had a party there to have the opening tournament and then it opened to the public. Uh, Morris kind of said, even if it doesn't make it financially, it's a great aesthetic improvement to the property. And uh, it did very well. And then in the 80s, it was uh, R.J. Harper that actually yeah. started the Peter Hay tournament back up, but at the Peter Hay golf course with the juniors twice a year, spring and fall. And it's pretty much been there uh, going on with very few gaps. A um, couple of the uh, the interesting History points. Um, there's, I, I did a column on it this week in the in the Pinecone, but um, Lawson Little helped host a, a tournament there as a fundraiser for the community hospital. Uh, Lawson was a big promoter, and he lived right across the street. 
Um, one of the fun things while I was doing the research to, to get all the details, the, the 1957 Peter Hay tournament, which again was played on Pebble Beach, with the group of winners in the front is this little guy who won the Pee Wee division. Lawson Little the third, yeah. yeah, good good friend. Yeah, he was a good friend of ours, and he always sat at uh, my table at the Paisano Club. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Lawson was great. Yeah, so, so it was kind of fun. We got to meet him when we lived at Quail Lodge. Yep. So yeah, he had a good local history with us. And, and the and we have the Hickory Sticks tournament coming up soon. Uh, benefits to Pebble Beach Foundation. I think that's in June, if I'm not mistaken. Sure or June, July. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm remiss on the date, but Hickory Sticks, and you got to play with the wood. You got to play with the with wood, the wood sticks. Mm-hmm. Christian always plays in that one, and Susan Murphy and Nancy Paraki, you know, big and putting that together, and we participate with some donations, et cetera. But it's a fun little event too. It is. People kind of dress up. Some people dress up in the period, the you know, knickers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a fun thing. So. Yeah. And, and why did they drop the name Peter from the hay? Um, they they wanted it to be new and fresh, but okay. still pay tribute to the family. Okay. And in, in fact, his grandnephew McGregor Hay was oh. there representing the Hay family in the Hay kilt for the opening. Oh, good. So here we are at Del Monte. I've uh, been doing the show here for 19 years now. And, uh, of course, this this course, eight, uh, 1897. Uh, and, if, and for those who have been out here at all or played this course or know about this course, you know, it used to be called Old Del Monte. Uh, until about, uh, until about 1993 when I said, old has too many negative connotations. <laughs> Let's get rid of that old and call it Del Monte. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the logo, of course, and, and, and various, various, uh, lo- logos of Del Monte had, have the Duke and, and his friends with him. And tell us a little bit about the artist, the famous artist. Sure. Eld- Eldon Dadini did right. those pieces and it was, it was kind of interesting. I, I recognized the Dadini name immediately when I came to work at Pebble Beach and, and I said, you know, where did this logo come from? And nobody seemed to know that one. So I called Eldon. And I said, uh, Eldon, can you can you tell me about this? He said, Oh yeah, he came out of a series of ads that I illustrated back in 1973, and he was kind of popular, uh, and they used him as the logo. But I really put him with two other guys. Right. I said, Well, let me see that. And uh, he said, Well, I've I've got the old ads down here if you want them. So I was immediately at his house and got copies of the ads, and he showed me some of the other illustrations he did because Talbot wanted to do them on the ties. And then a lot of people don't know that um, that led to him doing a history of golf for uh, Esquire magazine uh, that ended up as a Sports Illustrated book. So he he uh, he made a long way with golf, and he told me he doesn't know the difference between a dividend and a toupee. But <laughs> <laughs> so he never played the game, but he he did very well with golf and of, illustrated obviously a lot of the Crosby tournaments over the years. Of course, uh, famous for his Playboy cartoons. Yes, mm-hmm. of course. And can't miss that name. No, no. We were just talking about all the wonderful cartoonists and illustrators we had in this area. We were walking down by the beach, and I was telling G and Christian about it. Yeah. In fact, as, as he was as he was dying, Playboy was publishing what was called the Orgy of Playboy, which was a collection of his cartoons over the sixty years almost that he p- did the cartoons for. The expressions the on those faces with the big eyes and everything—it's fantastic. Absolutely. And th- those guys, though, they they had nothing. Those guys aren't anyone, right? I mean, they don't. It's not like they're people in particular no, no, right no particular people in in the other ads there were particular people so there was one of the ads that he illustrated was bobby jones hitting a cameraman out of a tree uh another one was uh, uh rock jd rockefeller who was out here playing golf and wanted to um make the he had a big bet and you didn't have club limitations in those days and he wanted the right club, and he sent the caddy back to his private rail car to get the right club. <laughs> so, so he illustrated that I gotta story. Go. We have to relook at those. <laughs> and then he uh, also illustrated one about a local history teacher that always came out here with his dog as his caddy. The dog carried a cart that all of his clubs were in. So those those were some of the other illustrated ads. But this one was just join the gang at Del Monte. I didn't get a chance to look at the pine cone yet this week, but I will. So you're talking about the Peter Hay there. Yeah. I mean the hay, the new hay. I, I'm actually uh, talking about the old hay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. I, I write yeah. the history. Okay. okay. Exactly. But it will exactly. I know. And your articles every week are, I don't know where you find this information. Right? 
of all it's, these people. It is just amazing. It, well, that's somebody said to me the other day. You've been doing this for a couple of years, aren't you? Running out of stories. I'm going not on this. Never, planet. right? This, this place yes, has so a, much history. I had a friend in town, uh, a fellow I went to high school with the other day, and yesterday we were walking up and down Ocean Avenue. We were talking. He's a little bit on the artsy side, I have to say. And uh, I was pointing up toward the Forest Theater about you know the wonderful theater we had, mm-hmm. and I tell him a little bit about the history that we have. And talking a lot about this about the, with my sons a lot lately, because we we encounter so many people, so many visitors sure. who don't really know the history of Carmel, yep. but then they kind of catch it a little bit. They walk by my bakery, eighteen ninety nine. They see the library across the street. They go by City Hall, which is about a hundred years old. Well, close to 100 years yeah. old, That's a right? A little over 100 you, years You know, old. and you think the about church. the forest, the, uh, the forest theater, you know. Uh, what a wonderful history we have, you yeah, know. And I was telling just... them about, you know, the boom that we had after the San Francisco earthquake when all the yep. artists and bohemians and uh, writers and artists and who else came here, you know better than me. But, uh, you know, there's all these creative types, I call them. Yeah. It, it, and we, we actually in Carmel had a large group of professors from the colleges in the bay area that had second homes down here so there was a place called cottage row where the where the professors all lived so it really was an educated community at, at carmel that mm-hmm. uh, loved the arts and and that's why the the forest theater did so well is because these were intellectual people who liked to have fun Mm-hmm. So, not sure if you've ever done done this in one of your pieces, Neil. But uh, Bobby Darren and his whole the, the the time that he spent in the Carmel area and Big Sur and the trailer and all the things that you hear about or saw in the movies or whatever. Yeah, I haven't ri- have not written about Bobby at all. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, if you ever get to that. That'd be a cool thing. We were talking about that the other day. How he would come up. Some people had said the people in the in the know, some older folks that we'd talked to, said, "Yeah, he used to come to the library and just sort of hang out for a while and then take wow. off." <laughs> <That's kind> of, <laughs> with his beard and everything, you know. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. I'll have, to, I'll have to look into Bobby. Hey, uh, starting to wind things down a little bit here. Uh, of course, we uh, we love having you as we always can when you come come into town, uh, and we're glad to get you on the show today. Um, here we are, at Del Monte. Give give give. Uh, the listeners a little bit about Del Monte. Well, Del Monte is a golf course, and and this will be interesting because I just learned this. I keep no, I keep that's impossible history. This this is some history that didn't happen. But the the golf course uh, when they built Hotel Del Monte, golf wasn't played anywhere in the United States, so they didn't think about golf. A few years later, golf was the thing everybody had to do, so they had to build Del Monte Golf Course. And the original nine-hole course opened in 1897, but they didn't have land. So they leased the land from David Jacks, who was mm. the big landowner around here. Mm-hmm. Jacks Peak. Yep. And then in uh, 1903, they expanded it to an 18-hole golf course. And then that revised it in 1912 and again in 1920. But this is what I just learned. In 1924, Morse decided to build the Monterey Peninsula Country Club. And they hired Seth Rayner. Uh, to do the design for that. I got a call from a guy who was doing a biography on Seth Rayner and said, I've got these letters uh, about the project that Rayner was working on for Del Monte at the, that, with the Olmstead brothers and the Jacks. And I'm going, well, did David Jack sold all that land in the forest to the, company in 1880 so jacks didn't have any hold on that and you're probably confusing the olmstead brothers with charlie olmstead who was an engineer for the company olmstead road is named for charlie olmstead he said no no this is olmstead brother letterhead i'm going well let me see it and it turns out that the olmstead brothers were consultants for the jacks sisters the the girls that were taking over after their dad died and in the 1920s, Morse was negotiating to buy the land under the golf course and a little more. And he had Seth Rayner design a 36-hole golf facility here for Adele Money that went out to the north, or to south of here, I mean. So it was redesigning the 18 holes at Del Monte and pushing out 18 more holes. They never got the deal done. Wow. And uh, when he did finally buy the land in the 30s, he wasn't interested in building another golf course. He hadn't even finished the second course at the country club. So wow, that's big. Happened. That's, yeah. that's a, a neat, neat little that's piece of big. history. That's big. That's a very neat little piece of history. And you just found that out. Just found that out and wow. actually found the map of Aguajito with the 36-hole routing. Wow. 
That's incredible. That's a treasure. Neil Hotelling's got so much. And uh, where can they find out more about what you do? Is is there a place they can go online? Well, I I have a website, neilhotelling.com, but it's way out of date. But it'll give you the basics. Okay. Uh, You can read about my history column in the Pinecone every day. My books are mostly out of print. The one I did with Joanne about five years ago is still available, the ultimate round. Oh, yeah, Joanne Dost. Yeah, Yeah. fantastic. I gave them out for Christmas presents. Good. Neil Hotelling, uh, historian galore. He's, he's amazing, and we love having you. Thank you very much Will for our Will we see you at long uh, You never know. You never know. That's right. You, you had him as a guest. Okay. It's, it's many times. times. Guest many times. That's oh, right. I hope you can yeah. come back for next 18 yeah. Neil. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank All you, right. Guys. Give our regards to Florida. Will do. <laughs> All right. Shag Bank Show on Power Talk, 1460 AM and 101 FM for Saturday morning. Dave Marzetti, Chef Rich Pepe, and our good friend Casey from the shop next door. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing? Good. How are you? Busy, busy, What's, what's busy. happening? What's we, happening? We got a rocking day. We got a rocking day. Another good Saturday. Um, T-sheet is full. Um, I think we're, we're busy till, till four o'clock. What? Um, so, Come on. Yeah. Uh, really? We're gonna, we're gonna go, uh, I think nine hours of, of solid golf today, which is, which is great. So, um, I know I'm a little short on time. I know you are too. I want to make sure we get everybody on. Uh, but briefly, uh, for your Dukes Club members that are out there, um, call us, make your tea times, call us in advance. Um, if you need to renew your membership, you can call us here. You can go to the Pebble Beach website and, and do that as well. Um, if you're listening and you, and you want to know more about the Dukes Club and you want to sign up as a new member, Again, you can call us here, go to the Pebble Beach website, either way. Um, but, uh, again, for you active members, um, call us here at Del Monte. Get the ball rolling for your tee times. Get yourself booked in advance, um, and then just monitor your tee time. So 373-2700. And, by the way, we played out here last Sunday. Yes. And uh, it, the amazing thing to me about Del Monte is the fact that it was packed, and you can still finish in about four hours. You know what? We're doing you know? good. Busy, busy days <laughs> like today, you know, four, four and a quarter, and we're yeah, getting it done. Exactly. It's, it's, it was built that way. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, 373-2700. All right, brother. Give us a Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Casey. Casey from the shop next door on the show, and now to Derek Westover from the Golf Mart Superstore. Derek. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I just wanted to um, this morning talk a little bit about uh, you know, just a little backstory on me. I was in the Bay Area for 25 years before moving to the, to the Monterey area uh, about a year and a half ago, and I played a ton of golf up there. And there was a lot of par three courses for for folks coming into the game and stuff yep. like that. And now, yep. now when I moved to Monterey, I kind of realized there wasn't too much of that around here other than like Casserly up in uh, Watsonville. Yeah. Uh, so with that said, I just kind of wanted to give a shout out just for just for uh, for the love of my golf community that the the Hay and Pebble Beach did uh, open up yesterday. Um, and that is the the the, uh, the old course, short course, uh, originally in 1957, designed by the famed head, go- uh, head golf professional Peter Hay, and it's been redone by Tiger Woods. So he did that this year, and it's just an amazing track. I had a, a full report from my club builder who played it uh, yesterday, and said it is amazing. Uh, some of the some of the things they got going on out there, they got a food and beverage part, which is something you don't always see at part three courses. Uh, the the, the he said the conditions he would put against uh, pre-tournament conditions for like PGA. So that's how immaculate it is uh, right now. So if you were going to go play it, um, it is a little higher price point. Um, it's 65 bucks, uh, but it is, I would say it's definitely worth it. Um, and they have a huge practice green as well. So I think where I'm going with this really too is there's so many 